Welcome to the Do Business Better podcast, the place for ideas you can implement to achieve prosperity. You'll get insights from successful business people on how they do business better. You'll glean tactics on creating a life and business by choice because we interview real business people who've done just that. Now here's your host, Damian Mason. Hey friends, Damian Mason. Thanks for joining me here on another episode of the Do Business Better podcast. Got a short but very, shall we say, important topic to cover. Uh, in all the couple hundred episodes we've covered, I don't know that we've ever quite gotten around to this one. The subject is very simple. Oftentimes our customers do not fully know or understand or have identified their exact need. Doesn't make them bad people, doesn't mean that they're stupid, just means that Oftentimes, when we're going through this thing called life and business, we know we have a need. We know we have a shortfall. We have a, uh, a struggle or a bit of a pain point, and we can't quite put our finger on exactly what it is that will make the pain go away. Uh, this came up last week. I jotted down notes. As you know, I'm, I'm still old-fashioned. I use pen and paper because the old thing, when you put pen to paper, it does make things a bit more uh, clear and also your attention is better. So, you know, I was talking to somebody that said, man, I, I think I can do something for this person. And it's like they don't know what they need. And I said, that's not that unusual. You know, in 28 years of me running my own business, I have um, obviously been everything from a comedian to what I do now, consulting, advising, speaking at agricultural corporate functions, and then uh, many other roles. Also used to be in sales. And then various other business interests that I have, you, you want to put on your salesman hat, right? You want to provide your product. You want to pitch yourself as, hey, I can do what you need done. But what if the customer doesn't quite have completely articulated what they need done. So this happens more than you would think. Um, you know, the, the old salesman story you've heard me say a number of times, the guy goes into a hardware store looking for a drill bit. What's he really want? He doesn't want a drill bit. He wants a hole. Well, that's an easier one to figure out because you just say, sir, you don't want, uh, or ma'am, you don't want a drill bit. You want a hole. But what if it's like, hey, I've got this problem. Uh, my business has got this struggle. It's got this issue. Uh, I'm not running efficiently. I've got this thing and I, I, I'm, I'm perplexed. Now, sometimes people will tell you, I just don't know what the problem is. I just don't know what to do. And that's all bullshit. What it usually means is I know exactly what it is. It's my cousin Cindy who's incompetent that I hired because I always am a softy for this and I don't have the guts to fire Cindy. Uh, it's the old thing of I just don't know what to do. Um, well, anybody with two eyes could look here and see that there's a real, real, um, shall we say, <laughs> crimp on this production over here in Cindy's department. Maybe you should fire this person. So I'm, I'm saying that a lot of times folks will tell you, I just don't know what the problem is. And maybe they really do. Sometimes they don't know what, what to do. Or they'll tell you, I don't know what to do. And they actually do know the answer. But what about this real issue when they come to you and they've got money and they've got competence and they've got uh, a, a successful life or a successful business and they say, hey, man, I, I'm just not exactly sure what I need, but I know I got this thing. So what do you do to get through all that? So I came up with my, uh, my list here because, again, this happens to me quite a bit. They know they have a need or they know they have a shortfall. They know they have this missing piece. 
And that's where we, as business owners, small business, self-employed, gig economies, uh, managers of capital, managers of human capital, what we have to do then is get better right there on the spot about helping them identify and articulate their need. So first off, if you're in this situation, it's probably obvious that they have some problem, some concern, some pain point, some issue, some doubt. Now, the thing is, if they're still not sure what thing will resolve that, they probably haven't come to a purchase decision yet, or they're not as resigned to it. That's where we have this issue. You know, I'm just not sure what to do. Well, you do know what to do, but you don't want to pull the trigger. I'm just not sure what the problem is exactly. Well, you might know, but you're afraid to address it for fear that something bad's going to come out of it. That's a couple different things. So what you do there is you make it real simple. If I can help you identify your pain point and I can make it go away, are you prepared to pull the trigger right now to do that? Mm, Now that's a little bit in your face, admittedly, but it works because oftentimes when people don't fully identify or believe or say, or say, I just don't know what exactly the problem is, or I just don't know exactly what to do. Sometimes that's again, beating around the bush and they really don't want to address it. So that's when then your business owner self has to say, Hey, if I help you identify, articulate and remedy this situation, this pain point of yours, are we going to make the decision to do that? I don't want to go through this thing where I'm giving you free consultation, free advice. Now, we've been there before as well. You could start off, and I have done this. You could start off and say, I believe I can help you remedy this and find it. Here's what I'm going to propose. I will help you identify and find it. We're going to charge an hourly consultation for that. Because I have been in a situation before, and this is true that I have been in this situation before, where I did all this digging, all this helping, all this hand-holding, and then found, identified, articulated, and essentially proposed and prescribed the fix to this pain point, to this issue, only to be told, well, that's just a little too aggressive for us. Well, why did I spend so many hours on this proposal, on this pitch, on this, more importantly, on this excavation of digging down into what your real issue is? So you do have that. If it looks like you're going to get stung by spending a whole bunch of hours remedying someone's issues or finding out how you can remedy their issues, it's my advice that you then get some sort of a retainer before you begin this process. Because then sometimes you might find, oh, they now know exactly what to do. And they know exactly what the problem is. And they know exactly where the pain point exists. And I told them exactly what they need to do, but they're not ready to amputate Cindy. <laughs> so that's Uh, something you might really very well consider. But on the way to getting there, you can begin this without necessarily taking a consultation fee or without necessarily taking their money. First off, you ask a lot of quality questions. And if you ask these open-ended questions about where the pain point is, um, when they first started, when they first began to see this, is it the financials that are bleeding? Is it uh, a matter of inventory. Is it that um, is a relationship based or is it business based? Is it delivery or is it production? You just kind of go through all of these things and you start just really starting to let the uh, let the the pus seep out of the of the of the boil, if you will. I know that's disgusting. Okay, you'll start to find maybe that they're talking through this a lot, but again. 
be careful. People who are very touchy-feely have a lot of feelings. And they have a lot of, I don't know, and they're just so anguished. And they'll talk through this. And they just, I, I've got this problem. I just don't know what to do. And it's this anguish and this pain and this feeling, 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 feeling. And you're actually trying to fix and remedy their issue, which you can do. But if it's all about their feelings, unless you're a really good shrink, you maybe can't do that. So if it's a business thing, it's about you cutting down their trees and putting in a prairie grass. Or if it's about you getting rid of their supply chain problems or if it's about you coming in as their HR consultant and firing Cindy, those things can all be done quite easily. Contractual arrangements to handle all kinds of headaches are done every day. But if it's the anguish of the tree going away or changing the landscape or getting rid of Cindy and having to hear about it from Cindy's brother, Bob, then all of a sudden you can't fix this because it's about feelings. Ask a lot of open-ended quality questions and find where this goes. Number two, be compassionate. I was picking there about these touchy-feely ties, and the hell of it is, you're going to have to at some point say, hey, listen, this sounds like it's very emotionally uh, uh, fraught for you, so you know what? Maybe we should just not do anything, and you can just live like this if you want to live like this. If you want to be in this much turmoil all the time, then you should just go ahead and live like this. Now, that sounds kind of mean, but you actually are understanding their problem. You understand it and you understand their dilemma and you understand it at the personal level, which is where they are. But you also must understand as a compassionate person, as a feeling person, as a person who has been also emotionally in turmoil yourself, that they're probably not going to make a decision unless you really do kind of get firm with them. All right. I mean, we've all watched Dr. Phil. How'd that make you feel? How'd that work out for you? Ask quality questions, understand their dilemma, but also after you're sympathetic for a while, time to put on the mean, tough parent approach. Because understanding their dilemma and sympathizing with them does not mean then coddling or worse yet, enabling. Number three, analyze what you can do that fills their need. You know, I've been in these situations before where people come to me with tremendous turmoil, tremendous uh, angst uh, issues. And then uh, they say, hey, can you, um, can you do this? I'm like, you know, I can do a lot of that, but I can't do all of it. What do you mean? Well, you're going to get overpromised by all kinds of people. But if I overpromise and underdeliver, I feel like that's going to be really bad for my long-term business. So, you know, here's what I can do. I can do A, B, and C. But you know what I can't do? D. We didn't even talk about a D. And that's where, again, you become a really good salesperson because you become honest. And you actually tell them about something that they didn't mention. You tell them about A, B, and C. And then you say, now, what about D? And they say, I don't know. We didn't talk about D. And you say, well, D is the emotion you have behind this. Because the problem or the issue or the pain point that you said you weren't exactly sure what it was, I think you did know what it was. You just didn't want to address it. And that's a personal thing. And I'm not going to call it a personal failing because I'd be stepping out of bounds to do so. But it's a personal thing that clearly you're very emotionally vested in. Seems to have you jittery. Seems to have you upset. There's a reason that you are approaching me about helping you fix this. But I can't fix D. Only you can. I can take care of A, B, and C, you. I have been in arrangements where I've seen this work very well because you very plainly state what you can and cannot do. You know, I had a realtor once that said something pretty brilliant. So I can show you houses all day long and I can talk to you about neighborhoods. But when it comes down to you and your spouse, I, I'm not a marriage counselor. You know, because that's the old thing. 
uh, I want this and she wants that and she wants that and I want this. And all of a sudden, I can do all these things. I know all about real estate, but I, I'm no marriage counselor. So understand what your strengths are and what you can do. And then you prescribe the things you can do, but you also willingly admit. In fact, you help them admit where the real shortcoming is going to be. You help them find the reason why they're not making the decision. Sometimes, oftentimes, as I opened up this whole program by saying, oftentimes in business and in life, your customer does not really know what their issue is or what their pain point is or what problem they need solved. They know they have a problem. And again, I think they do know it, but they're willing, they're not willing to admit it. Either way, it's your job to help them address that, find that. But if you think they're never going to they're never going to do so because it's just too much emotion, then don't get yourself hooked into this without getting yourself a retainer. Um, Last thing on this topic, those that are really in pain, whatever it is, I'm not talking about they actually don't have an achy back. I'm meaning like they're in pain. Something about their business, their life has got them really bothered. They come to you, they want your solution or they want something. And you propose your solution because you say, I can fix A, B, and C. And I can't D, but I'm going to tell you about D and I'm going to bring it to light. And all of a sudden you go through this and then they say, well, does that take care of my problem? You say, it takes care of all things that I'm capable of fixing. Because a lot of times it's been my discovery when you have folks that don't know exactly what they want. You're helping them find the things that you can do while you're also exposing in the light the thing that really only they can fix. Now, there's one other caveat to all this. I've talked a lot about the emotional part of it. There truly is the situation where some of our customers don't know what they need. And that, my friends, is a subject for another one of our Do Business Better podcasts. In the meantime, oftentimes our customers don't know what they want, but they actually, and they say they don't know what their pain points are, but it truly turns out oftentimes that they do. My recommendation is ask probing questions, dig a little deeper, be sympathetic, but also do not be the enabler and you will help them find where their pain is and you can help them resolve it. Till next time, this is the Do Business Better podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Damian Mason. Go back and listen to all these past episodes and all the cool stuff. And then please share it with a friend who could benefit from this. If you enjoyed this episode of Do Business Better, please share it. And be sure to connect with Damian on LinkedIn, like his Facebook fan page, and follow him on Instagram and Twitter. For speaking inquiries or to purchase Damien's books, Food Fear, and Do Business Better, go to DamienMason.com. Know someone who'd make a great guest? Send us a message. We're always looking for compelling stories and business lessons our listeners can benefit from. Thank you. Thank you.